I've listened to the podcast before. There was no vibe to ruin. Welcome to Talking Sons, the boss battlingest podcast about Dungeons and Daddies made by fans of the show. Dungeons and Daddies is a podcast about four dads who are teleported to the fantasy realm to reclaim their sons. This isn't that podcast. You should go listen to it because we don't care about spoilers and we'll spoil everything. Talking Sons, episode 10, Milf Hunter. Theme music goes here. Dang, dang, dang. Hi, my name is Jamie, and my dad fact is that one of my favorite noises to hear is the uh, chorus of chimes that happens at the end of a conference call. You know, all those little beep, beep, beep as people are dropping. I love the sound of that because it means that I don't have to talk to them anymore. I vibe so hard (laughs) with that. (laughs) So interesting. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> Hi, my name is Kelly, and my dad fact is that I have to buy a tire soon, and my dad offered to pay for them because he doesn't want me to spend my sexy money elsewhere. <laughs> he called your money sexy? No, he said spending my money on tires was the least sexy thing I could do. I don't know. Is he advocating for you like to go to the strip joint or something? I think so. I think that's exactly what that means hi i'm nikki and my dad fact for this week is that i finally went on a road trip baby's first road trip that's it where yeah you there's know, more to this <laughs> around oh wow so like, remember, remember that time nikki lied about having gone on a road trip to make everybody think you was cool wow wow okay <laughs> listen we road trip down to greenville south carolina we hung out we spent a day in atlanta uh we bounced back to greenville and then we went right back home i saw an elephant museum among other things. What even is in Greenville, South Carolina? My internet friends. Oh. Nothing else. Yeah, there's really nothing much around that area. One of my cousins might live there, actually. Everybody's cousin lives there. <laughs> hey, Luke, introduce your fucking self. Jesus Christ. Or don't. Or don't. I don't care. I don't care. I'm Luke. And my dad fact for this week is that I built my own computer. Yay! But the audio didn't work, so I'm on my old computer. So that's how that went. <laughs> and we are also joined by special guest Anthony of Dungeons & Daddies fame. Hey, nice to meet you. He's an NPC, right? Mm. I'm every NPC, I guess. Uh, yeah, literally. That's, yeah, okay. Spoiler alert. Damn it! <laughs> Come at the king, you best not miss. What do you think I am? Okay, but don't go quoting the wire to me, motherfucker. <laughs> I live it. That's unfortunate. I know. We all just finished listening to episode 28, The Bridges of Dad and Son County. In this episode, the dads flew a drone and didn't listen to their fathers. Nice. Can I just start off really quick oh, by God. getting publicly shamed for saying that I did not understand the title of this one? Really? Because you're young. Oh, I guess that makes the most sense yeah it's it's that simple you're young and that is a movie about and for old people (laughs) what's the movie the bridges of madison county thank you it's a love story between clint eastwood and meryl streep those two saucy sexual beings that we all think about in our tender moments i mean i also think about them in my tender moments we just lead very different lives Nikki's all involve Mama Mia, so they all do involve Meryl Streep. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, in my my fan fiction, where Clint Eastwood's in Mama Mia, he would have done better than Pierce Brosnan. Mark my fucking words. <laughs> Wasn't he in that one musical about painting wagons? Sure. 
Yeah, paint your wagon. Yeah, man has range. He does. Is it legitimately called paint your wagon? It is. Why? <laughs> Why? Because movies didn't have to be good until like 1997 when they made the mask. <laughs> I still haven't seen the mask. Okay, what's our first topic for this podcast? <laughs> So Henry failed to make friends with the dragon and it just kind of flew away. So that's gone. Miss him. Miss him dearly. R.I.P. Eat out of there real quick. Who needs him? Henry totally had that vibe when like you go to a party and there's a dog walking around and they're like, oh, puppy. And then it completely ignores you because you don't have food. Heart wrenching. Heart wrenching. Yeah. Truly. Uh. So. The chat. Is it always like this? No. No, no, because they didn't fucking... This is the second time this has happened because it takes them like an hour to do something. So then we're just sitting here like, what are other topics other than the fact that the purple robes are their granddads? Sure, sure, sure. That's fair. Yeah, no, no. So it's like, yes, it's always this awkward. No, it's not you. Cool, cool. Well. Cool, 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 cool. Well. I mean, well, a little bit. Sometimes it's even more awkward. Last episode was tough. The last episode was real rough because... They did even less of something. Yeah, like they spent 20 minutes talking about how to not listen to these guys because apparently like knowing about them would make them more powerful. And then they were like, let's go out and talk, but not listen. Like, I understand wanting to listen to the one woman in your life. But like, (laughs) Jesus, guys, come on. (laughs) Let's go pick it up. I'm tired. I'm bored over here. Freddie had a theory that basically once you can feel as a player that you're approaching something important, it's like an event horizon going into a black hole where time just keeps like having over and over again and you never actually reach your destination. Yeah, that that definitely tracks for just avoiding responsibility as much as possible as you're getting towards something new. Yeah, it's like the the whole pre-boss battle. You walk into a room and there's a whole bunch of health packs and ammo and you just spend all the time looking in every corner of that room just in case you miss them. I will say every time Henry mentioned his AirPods, I only thought of that meme of just like, oh God, he's wearing AirPods. Oh God, he can't hear us. Oh no. Like that's all I was thinking about the entire time. (laughs) Oh, side note, just another dad fact that made me want to claw Henry's eyes out of just a food a la Henry. Shut up. (laughs) If my father ever looked at me and went, this is, I don't, what's a meal? What's a meal? (laughs) (laughs) My dad looked at me and went, this is chicken parm a la Sandy. I would leave. I would put myself back up for adoption. That's why the twins are like that. I mean, I feel like it's a lot of other things, but yeah, it's probably a factor that because Henry is Henry. The twins are the twins. I feel like that that may be a straw, but it wasn't the one that broke the camel's back. No. Do you think the twins went to elementary school and they were like ordering food and they saw pizza and they were like, okay, bet. I know what this is. Can I have pizza a la Henry? And they got bullied for a while. Let me just say that. No, no. You know that that lunch lady was like, no, this is pizza a la Judy. And she (laughs) loved them. Nightmare. Do Lark and Sparrow seem like the people who got bullied or the bullies? I can't really tell which. Mm. Yes. I feel like they may have started off being kind of meek and mild. And then as soon as someone else stepped to them, they were like, oh, no, we must escalate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we must escalate. We must escalate. Power, power, power. I feel like that they were like those two weird kids who kind of existed outside of the whole bully, bully, e. Really? Buller, burly. <laughs> yeah. So they were they were like busy punching trees when kids were being shoved into lockers. And if anyone tried to shove one of them into a locker, I don't know, they'd get punched in the nuts or something. 
they have some, you know, tree hardened knuckles. There are some yeah. good calluses there. Well, they also got a whole town to like worship them as one being. Like, I am terrified of their power. Yeah, that is that is a crazy level of charisma that you just don't come across all that often. Yeah, they're kids. I would let a kid shit in my food. <laughs> yes, nicely. <laughs> Boy, oh boy, oh boy, what to do with that? <laughs> what? That's a sentence I said, huh? It sure was. My choice. You're not wrong. I don't know. Oh. Was not forced. Mm. Mm. Wow. Are we done with the Ala Henry conversation? <laughs> yes. And ended on kids shitting in your food. Yes, please. Let's move on. Yeah, that would be spaghetti Ala Lark. No, no, no. no, no, no. 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 The joke is already dead. So, the reveal. The purple robes are the three daddies. The Omega daddies. Nice. Yeah, so three men who have already had their chance to raise, you know, children into adulthood who have shown to be completely dysfunctional are going to try it again thinking that they knocked it out of the park the first time? Yeah, I mean, that, that kind of tracks for like... I mean, I barely knew my grandpa before he died, but like somehow tracks... Men be crazy. <laughs> it's just big grandpa energy is what you're saying? Yeah. I guess that they're going to take them to the Dollar Tree and let them pick out any toys that they want. I will say that I am so glad that I don't have to hear people hypothesize about who the purple robes are anymore. Oh, my God. I, I love all of your theories, I guess, but... <laughs> Very convincing. Very good. I love all of you so much, but please, for the love of God... You sound so earnest. It was just getting to a point where, like, every time I tuned into Facebook or the Discord, it would be like, I think the purple robes are this guy. It's like, okay, let the podcast do the podcast. <laughs> Although, I did see a theory that is mildly plausible, in that we've already seen this before with Terry Sr., where there are shapeshifters and people who pose as father figures in the this universe mm. so no unfortunately we're not done with this yet Fuck. we still got a couple more weeks of that Fuck. <laughs> i mean they need shapeshifters but they didn't it. oh you hear you heard you first <laughs> <laughs> what was that a sentence <laughs> you know like in cartoons when somebody's like about to start running so their feet just kind of move in place for a really, really long time and then they go that was like the verbal equivalent of that a humana 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 you heard it here first, kids. No. <laughs> so confident. I'm done. I'm quitting. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Wilson was missing. Where do we think he is? Dead in Miami. Next. <laughs> well, no, they're all dead. Yeah. Wasn't that the whole thing? But they're not all dead in Miami. Think about it. <laughs> so he's just like in an old folks in home. In Miami. In Miami. They're not Jewish, but that's where all old Jews go. They go to Florida. <laughs> So you're saying that Daryl Wilson's <laughs> devout Christian father <laughs> turned Jewish in Miami. All I'm saying is that he had a hip Jewish friend who was like, I'm moving to Miami. And he was like, I'm there. Sign me up. Here we go. And now he exists at casinos and golf resorts. My parents are planning on moving to Florida and I'm not coping well. <laughs> I live in Florida and I can get verify. out of there. It, it is like a state of undeath. And moving on to a word from our sponsor, in lieu of a commercial, we have a guided meditation to help you get over the stress of the most recent episode. Imagine yourself somewhere quiet, somewhere peaceful, somewhere outside where the sun is gently warming your skin. 
You are near a placid stream on a pleasant day, a quaint bridge easing the crossing. You feel the warm boards of the railing under your palms, the smooth grain of the wood giving your mind a path to wander. You turn away from the rail, leaving the water to complete its journey. You follow a path into the shady forest. All around you, the sunlight filters through the canopy. Bugs sing the song of nature. A squirrel falls out of a tree. The path ahead of you meanders between the trees before turning in the distance. Fern fronds sway and rustle along the path in the gentle breeze. You look away from the path and into the forest, appreciating how the delicate flowers can live among the mighty trees. A bird swoops down and plucks a hair from your head. That should hurt, you think, but it doesn't. It flies back to its nest and caws loudly at its chicks. In the undergrowth, a man body slams a bear. A whistle blows and a referee separates the man and the bear into their own corners of the wrestling ring. The crowd goes wild. The match is over because the bear won on a technicality. The path leads you out of the stadium and into a city park. The small oasis of nature is nestled among the canyon of high-rise buildings. A man is tossing a ball to his child. In the distance, among the skyscrapers, a giant robot crashes through the streets. Tanks roll up to fire uselessly at its feet. Helicopters fire guns at the robot as it crushes cars. People flee in terror as a building collapses. Sirens ring in the distance. The man puts the ball away and sits down to enjoy a cookie with the child. This guided meditation has been an Amy DePizzatonio production and is sponsored in part by listeners like you who donate to the massive roaming giant, NPR. So, let's transition into the conspiracy corner. This time, uh, I think that we should talk about the lack of Lego bricks in the Dean Daddy universe. What? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Why should I be? It's my turn? I'm willing to take this. Oh, what a huge surprise. I don't wanna. Who would have thought wanna. that she would I be don't... chomping at the bit, one might say, to talk about horsies? Okay, but like, really, really, though, with the Trojan horse theory, how were they going to figure that out? Like, where does the wood come from? Is the big one mostly um i don't really have other things to say that was kind of big thing number one is like how are they going to build this horse once they started talking about it, there was a world where i thought i would maybe let them get away with having gotten some of the wood from four nights and like doing something there but thankfully they immediately disregarded that idea an earnest answer yeah uh-huh magnificent <laughs> and if they couldn't get the wood from four nights what about using the disguise skills of the bad dogs mercenaries? so yes this is the other thing can the bad dogs build a big trojan horse with their bodies uh, or was that like an inherited trait from Scam? 
this isn't really a, like a question for you. Like it's for the, <laughs> for the for the crew, I guess, the Sun Squad, if you will. Yeah. So like they disguise themselves as a window. I feel like that barrel staves is like disguise one oh one for these guys. Yeah. No, they could. I they could absolutely do it. There's no okay. no question. The idea, I'm picturing their backs are the outside, and then the dads are on the inside, just with, like, thousands of people staring at them as they, like, <laughs> gently careen over to the dads, or the granddads, or the purple world, or horrible yeah that's a terrible <laughs> image and wait for these granddads to completely forget their greek history because nobody in the past knew what the trojan horse was they'd just be like oh a horse this has never been done in history before and horse made out of human bodies hmm. boomers are too concerned with world war Two to know anything else like come on so like for the bad dogs were these disguise effects like something that was actually intentional or was this just a byproduct of scams influence probably just wanting to reveal that there were a lot of them around maybe maybe their mustaches disguised as soldiers there wait sorry huh say it one more time what maybe their mustaches disguised as soldiers or mercenaries disguised as other things Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah no that's dumb (laughs) (laughs) i I wish i didn't agree with nikki but here we are hey suck it (laughs) wow i don't have i don't have anything to say about horses like i'm sorry you guys i know you really wanted me to talk about them jamie was begging me he was like please nikki i love you so much can you talk about horses but i was like no no it's it's true this is all my fault i'm sorry nikki but what the fuck like we expected this from you. Like, come on. It, it's not a real horse. Our subdomain is Nikki.horse. <laughs> but, the, but the Trojan horse wouldn't be a real horse. The real question is, is there a horse that's fake enough that Nikki can't be in love with it? <laughs> I'm not answering this question. <laughs> I plead the fifth. That sounds like a clear no to I me. I don't want to talk about horses. <laughs> oh, but what about Odyssey-san? Does she love She's horses perfect. too? She's perfect. She's never done anything wrong. Except love a horse. Odyssey Song is like the one consistent woman I have in this fucking podcast. Okay, let me have her. Let's wrap up this flaming thing in a pile of tinfoil and just put it in the fridge for later. Please, flaming, <laughs> flaming holler horse shit. It's right there. You had it right in your hand. Hey, my mind doesn't immediately go to horses. Oh my god. So, for the uh, topic discussion, we have an interview with our guest here. Uh, Anthony is the DM. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't know who Anthony is, why are you listening to this podcast? Uh, because you're Nikki's mom. Cheryl. Um, mom, if you're listening, Anthony is the dungeon master for Dungeons and Daddies, uh, the podcast that this one is based off of that you don't listen to. Thank you. So anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. Cheryl Singer. And, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I asked. It doesn't matter. I'm going after her anyway. <laughs> I'm going to be your new dad, Nikki. <laughs> mom, mom, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I tried. All right. So welcome to the episode, uh, Anthony, uh, future father of Nikki. Oh, God. Glad to be here. Glad to be Nikki's dad. Anyway, uh, are you okay? How are you doing right now? Am I okay? I'm fine. Why yeah. would I not be fine? It's our standard question because, you know, we had Erin O'Neill who died a little and we had Beth. Beth didn't die. No. No, she's good. 
Yeah. yeah, no, I'm actually I'm feeling really good. It's nice to have the uh, the big I don't even know if it's a twist, really, but like the thing that I've been planning for basically since the entire podcast began to, to sort of be out in the world now. And I can I can get on to the next part of the story that I've been interested in doing. It's one of those weird things where, like, if you come up with something that's too fun too early, you have to, like, stamp down your excitement for a really long time. And it's a little bit awkward. And they really have been making you work for it. They did. I was certain that we were going to get there by Christmas. And <laughs> <laughs> and yet and yet and here we are in march mm-hmm. that's perfect i was gonna say some may say christmas could be in march that's nothing that's not a, that's not a joke <laughs> nope 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 especially because you've known who the purple robe guys were going to be since what episode one the very beginning or even before that uh correct i don't know if it was episode one it may have been episode two because if you remember the first i mean i don't know why anybody <laughs> would the first time the purple robes show up it's just one guy it's a purple robe singular mm. and then at some point i was like actually it's three of them um and i can't remember exactly when that was but that was when i knew for sure it was going to be the dads mm. all right okay. so tell us a little bit about yourself <clears throat> oh my god <laughs> what would you like the internet to know about you oh. and not the like pervy horrible side of <laughs> oh the internet. god nothing nothing Internet knows more than enough about me at this point, I would say. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm here. I'm here to hang out. <laughs> what, what's your What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie flavor? Then uh, I really like the. Um, I believe they're the Dosi Dos, the peanut butter ones. Oh, classic! Pretty big fan of those. Wait, do you mean those are the Tagalongs, the ones that are covered in chocolate? No, I like the Dosi Dos, the Tagalongs. There's something about the peanut butter chocolate combination they use that doesn't work for me. But I also, because I'm a basic bitch, I also like the Trefoils quite a lot. But I like shortbread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're mm. pretty good. I accidentally bought a box of Girl Scout cookies and then ate it all in one sitting during a D&D session, which was you a bad idea. You accidentally bought a box. Cool. <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> ate the whole box. I definitely bought the boxes on purpose, but the Girl Scouts did catch me while I was high. So good work, Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> Support our troops. <laughs> <laughs> So, Anthony, what brought you to the podcast? Um, well, Freddie and I, uh, this one? Yeah, I was going to say this podcast or the... the... <laughs> In this podcast, Nikki asked me, and that was sort of the end of it, and I didn't think <laughs> twice about it, and now I'm regretting that! Um, <laughs> oh, no. Fair. Dungeons of Daddies was, uh, uh, Freddie and I basically were on a road trip to plant a GPS tracker in my stepmom's car, and while we were doing reconnaissance, he and I had the idea for, like, hey, isn't it weird that, like, daddies and role-playing systems are kind of... And then this exists now. So we did that. <laughs> and that doesn't sound like a fake road trip. No, it was it was real. Okay, no, just clarifying. The thing about Freddy that's really good is if you ever want to go on a stupid caper or do something very goofy, he will almost always be down if it's sufficiently dramatic and like cinematic. So we definitely sat in like a fucking coffee shop with him being like, draw a map of your house. And then like was coming up with like <laughs> contingencies for contingencies and all these things that obviously never ended up being even a little bit relevant. Oh, Freddy's wonderful. <laughs> um, I'd actually I'd actually like to ask a question if that's if that's like, OK, with uh, the sons. I don't really care about your opinion, Anthony. Mm-hmm. No, that, that is that is well established by this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, let me go. Thank you. Um, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, my mom said it's my turn. Um, <laughs> and if you're trying to get on her good side, Anthony. Um, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, this is called negging. It'll. It's fine. I give very good parent. <laughs> if you're above the age of like forty-three, you're basically you're helpless. Okay. Well, my mom said it was my turn, so uh, here I go. Would you say there have been like major improvements in your life since meeting me? Uh, I. I guess 
it's a correlation causation thing. But yes, I can say pretty confidently that if you break my life into like the BCAD of before Nikki, after Nikki, I guess post Nikki is certainly... Uh, it's really ongoing at this point. Yeah, yeah. Before Nikki, during Nikki, constantly just dealing with Nikki. Um, it's certainly better now than it was. Excellent. You heard it here first. Heard it first. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Again, no correlation there whatsoever. Well, well you can yeah. draw your own conclusions, listeners. Yeah, so it's official. Uh, Nikki has officially made Anthony's life so much better just by nope, being in didn't it. Didn't say that. Didn't say those words in that order. <laughs> uh, and just a follow up, just like a quick follow up. Um, what's it like being Talking Sons' biggest fan? I do think about that quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> There will be times where I'm listening to it. And I'm like, am I the only one? Like, is this just for, is this a weird thing where it's like, I, I, I it's, I, it, mm, mm, is this, a, is this okay? Or is this a weird narcissistic thing? Or is it weird for them? Or somebody's, somebody needs to go to jail for this, clearly. And I'm not sure if it's me or if it's them. It's probably us. <laughs> it's probably us. But yeah, no, I've listened to all the episodes. My God. I know. Hey, nobody's more upset about it than I am. <laughs> If it makes you feel any better, I still have not listened to the episode that I have not been on. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it makes you feel better. It certainly makes me know you a little bit better. Mm. <laughs> I, may have, I may have miscalculated just a tad. Cheryl, we're going to have to deal with that. Our, our <laughs> <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk about it later. Uh, so, Anthony, if I Venmo you five bucks, will you put another woman in the show? I'm begging you. So, uh... Well, firstly, definitely Venmo be five bucks. Uh, but yeah, so no, this is one of those things I hadn't really realized until you all brought it up. Um, I sort of thought more about it. I was like, oh, it's I'm scared of doing, not necessarily like I'm doing it intentionally because as you, like, I'm sure it doesn't come as a huge surprise. A lot of Dungeons and Daddies is just very much on the fly and like, and panicking. <laughs> but uh, A, a lot of the names we get submitted are male names. And B, I think there's definitely a part of my brain that's scared about making a female character because every character I make is a, trash fire shit ass dumb human person and some like faux woke part of my brain is like well if i make them problematic in some way then i'm like because you can make a a male character as shitty as you want to and it doesn't come off as problematic or as like regressive in any way but there's some part of me that's like well if it's a woman then i might do it wrong and i can't possibly do a man wrong Uh, again without thinking about it and so now like freddie in the discord suggested something really cool which is like whenever i make a character regardless what their name is i'm just gonna roll a d2 basically or flip coin or just evens odds on a dice or whatever and if it's odd it'll be women if it's evens it'll be a guy essentially from now on that's Said, we're gonna have to get used to me doing a whole lot of female voices that are clearly just in my normal ass voice because i'm not gonna do like like when if, if you ever play D with a guy who's like i'm a female character it's like the worst thing it is the worst thing yeah. and i'm not doing that shit i will give you blanket permission to use my name and just make the worst woman known to man like <laughs> <laughs> i would never say something like that about my daughter <laughs> Cheryl. Any version of my name is free to use mm-hmm. uh, for just a real shitty woman. And like, I'll get it. I'll probably like say things about it, but nothing you can't handle. So yeah, just food for thought. <laughs> free to use. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do that, but yeah, no, I appreciate it. Creative Commons, fair use. Yeah, not going to do it, but I mean, hey. Jeez, Nikki, you're not getting on the podcast. <laughs> <Let me> <laughs> So is there anything from the show that nobody really notices that you're proudest of? Huh. Um, honestly, 
I think, again, owing to the fact that a lot of this show is very seat of my slash our pants, I think the audience ends up paying more attention to the show than I do <laughs> in a lot of ways. I mean, certainly Ignity when it comes to like rules and shit. But I think most of the stuff that I've dropped, people have picked up on in pretty cool ways or have been very gracious and merciful in forgetting about once I sort of forgot about them. Like there's so many weird little side quests and side things that seem like they're going to be super relevant. And then you just sort of forget because that's how life be. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, what is your favorite curse word? I feel like James Lipton and he just died and that feels bad. Yeah, what a bummer. I know. I should not have brought it up. So what's your favorite curse word? <laughs> um, I, so when we were on the set of Rocket Jump, the show, uh, Matt and I got into an argument about which letter is funnier, D as in dog or B as in boy. And his argument was boy because he said, but baby boy. And my argument was D because I just looked him dead in the face and I went, dick daddy. And <laughs> the fact that the podcast is successful and it's called Dungeons and Daddies proves that I am empirically correct. And that guy used to pay my checks. So I guess I win. Wow. <laughs> would it be called, what would it be called? Other Bungeons and Baddies? What are you Bungeons talking about? <laughs> Beasts and babies? Uh, something sure or something. I'll make Bungeons and Baddies. Bad babbies, or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah, holders and babbies. Yeah, I'll I'll edit that later. Surely somebody on this podcast is old enough to remember Muppet Babies, right? Yeah, oh, of course. yeah. So that Boulders and Babbies is maybe our like Muppet Babies version. Love that we're still saying Babbies. No, no, that's the correct pronunciation. That's my youngest kid's nickname. He's four years old and he's still Babby. Well, he needs to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl, first thing we need to deal with is her projection of all the things that are wrong with her onto other people. <laughs> we're gonna hit that first. Wow. Everything that falls from there will be a breeze. Well. So what is your biggest dad trait in real life? What have you caught yourself doing that is so mortally embarrassing? Sleeping with my mom. Next. <laughs> I would never, never be embarrassed by that. <laughs> we have a healthy, loving relationship. It's communicative. It's hard. It's hard work. Don't get me wrong. It's work. You got to work on it every day. But it just it's a gift that keeps giving. Um, I think as far as dad shit, I definitely... I've bought a house recently and I went from like being a normal person to being the kind of asshole that like stands outside my house holding a hose at a morning robe waiting for, I don't know, some arbitrary amount of time for me to water my grass enough that I don't like and don't want. And I just felt so normy and white. And I was like, Ooh, this is great. Is this what it's like to feel white? Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's just about it. Oh, God, finally. You got to keep that lawn watered and, and just wait until you do it in a pair of New Balances. It's just like walking on air. That's that's when you're cutting the grass later this season. So, yeah, just wait for that. It'll feel so good. But no, I mean, the an even more daddy ass thing is I was thinking like, well, I live in California, so I should get it replaced with like succulents and stuff that's more, you know, environmentally friendly. And then I won't have to water it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck am I talking about? I used to like have sex with people and eat pizza and play video games and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes. Um, <laughs> Doom or Animal Crossing? Uh, uh, Doom, honestly. I really like Doom. I have never played Doom. I never got into video games when I was younger because I was banned from playing them because my mom thought I would be obsessive about it. And I mean, she's right. Smart move. Yeah. No. Very smart. So since you picked Doom, uh, new Doom or like the old 90s Doom? Honestly, the new Doom is so friggin good and has no right to be like, like I was fully prepared for that to just be a bad cash in like kind of thing. But like, oh, I forgot what it was like to play a first person shooter where the point of the game isn't like going through somebody's weird, bad story, Borderlands 2, <laughs> and like where it's about like having fun 
actually like going through the space and killing enemies and stuff. So it's it's the yeah. most video game ass video game there is, and I appreciate its unpretentiousness. Cool. Same. Same. Nice. I might actually have to play it. Do 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 it. Side note. Uh, just a side note. Quick aside. Uh, the mo- the video game I've put the most uh hours into is Imagine Soccer Captain. <laughs> 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 just a quick aside i'm just yeah so like pro gamer uh elite like not backyard baseball no uh imagine soccer captain yeah Mm -hmm. it's a good game you should play it it's for the ds (laughs) (laughs) played it recently cheryl first thing we're gonna do take the ds away first thing Uh, if you were not DMing and were instead you were playing a dad, what would your character be? What class would you want to do? Uh, class-wise, I love playing as sneaky rogue guys or or bards, I guess. Um, I really like being bards just because I like convincing people of stuff. I, I honestly, I play in a lot of the same ways that the daddies play. Um, I think because I am terrified of the prospect of fatherhood, I would probably be like a much worse, more morally bankrupt, if that's even possible, uh, Glenn Close. Who, like <laughs> had a kid, didn't want the kid, is like Jesus. clearly being a very bad guy because he resents the kid and needs to basically learn that like, hey, asshole, this is your responsibility. You don't just get to not love the child. So this is what I have in store? <laughs> That'd be an interesting story arc, though, where the dads are like, our kids are gone. We got to go rescue them. And Anthony's character would just be like, why? Yeah, it's like Willy Wonka when Augustus Gloop falls in. Like, oh, no, please don't stop. (laughs) But I also feel like that character would be very difficult to sympathize with. So I'd probably I'd probably go in thinking that's what it is. And then one like tongue lashing from Matt and Will uh, in character (laughs) would probably make me like, okay, I guess he likes the kid a little bit. And he's got other problems that are stemming from abandonment or some bullshit. Men be crazy. Men be crazy. Do you have anything that you want to pimp right now? Or do you just know (laughs) that we're not going to get any listens and it's basically just shouting into the void? Yeah, I guess I'd be pimping it to myself and Nikki's mom. Yeah, that's... (laughs) That's it. That's our. So audience. I guess I guess what I'd like to pimp is uh, I'm a great listener. I'm a good cooker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm getting pretty good at cooking. Pretty good at baking. I'm married, but I'm poly, so that's okay. Everything's above board. You'll get it. Like it's cool. It's it's 2020. Um, God, what else? What else? What else? I don't want your grinder profile. Stop. <laughs> uh, I'll teach Nikki to be much more respectful for her elders. Uh, so yeah, hit me up on my cell. I thought you were going to say MySpace. <laughs> yeah, get, get, my, sign my GeoCities guest book and we'll get in touch. Go to Anthony at AngelFire.com. <laughs> What have you been baking lately? I'm sure everybody knows the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. Mm-hmm. We are fans. So obviously have fallen in love with everybody on that site. They're so unfair. Yeah, they're, they're perfection. They have a big part of their website called BA's Best. That's just all their favorite recipes and stuff. And so it's sort of my New Year's resolution to try to cook every single one of them before 2020 is up. And so I did like their morning buns and their uh, peanut butter cookies and all kinds of sweet stuff generally, um, as well as some, some salads and stuff. And it's been really relaxing for my anxiety nice oh cool oh yeah yeah i use cooking to de-stress too it's really nice because once you get into like getting a whole chicken and breaking it apart it doesn't talk back to you it just goes to pieces oh oh boy i once deboned a chicken and it was the worst day of my life i'm just gonna briefly not say anything about deboning and your mother because that is not the kind <laughs> of man i will be as your father i just want you to know that this is literally nikki's worst nightmare and i'm so glad that i spoke it into coming true and she's the dumb motherfucker who invited me onto this show yep yep <laughs> sorry i have to i have to go google how to put self up for adoption
and I'll get back to you. Um, and sorry to hear about South by Southwest getting canceled. That really sucks. I am so psyched that South by Southwest got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's better. Nothing's Oof. better than canceling plans, right? There's nothing. Mm, mm. It's, it's that sweet, sweet rush. Yeah, I mean, like, I was going to have to come up with something to DM. <clears throat> and I had already, like, I'm already pretty good at doing the, like, yeah, I've got something planned, lie. But the part after where you actually do the thing, <laughs> that's a whole fucking, that's a mess. And then I would have probably gotten fucking coronavirus and that would have sucked. And now I just get to stay home and not do any of those things. And I'm so fucking jazzed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and the fans, I'm so sorry, is what he should have said. (laughs) There were no there were not going to be any fans there. There was going to be Kat. Kat, Yeah, Kat would have been there. Oh, Kat would have been there. Yeah, Yeah. she was going to. That's a shame. I do like Kat. You, You do? She's the one I like. Yes, correct. (laughs) <laughs> even though she made that body pillow of you stop it's my worst nightmare don't bring it up <laughs> Wait, she actually made the body pillow no <laughs> <laughs> yes she did i didn't know that i thought she just talked about she w- saying she would have done it don't worry she about it drew it no nope. but she hasn't gotten it printed up yet well somebody link it link it link nope. me to it no 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 me that's Kat's prerogative. Your mom's going to be sleeping next to it anyway. You might as well get it out the same way now. <laughs> Stop. I'm done. Do the next part of the podcast. I'm leaving. So, Anthony, thank you so much for dealing with our interview questions. It's, it's been You're a welcome. pleasure. Are we not doing the fandom plug? Because I have a good We one. are, but okay, I good. just wanted to thank him for the interview. I, it's polite to thank people after an interview. Thanks, Daddy. And moving on to our <laughs> fandom plug, Nikki has something that she'd like to say. I would like to say this. On my road trip, that was real. We went to Georgia and we went to Babyland General Hospital, which is, I guess, like the headquarters of Cabbage Patch Kids. It's unclear what this place is. But what I do know is that there are a lot of Cabbage Patch Kids and you can witness Mother Cabbage, which is a tree, give birth about every hour or so. No. Um, so we did this. And she pushed and pushed and gave birth to a beautiful baby girl named Elizabeth Presley, which, again, every woman is named Elizabeth. Um, And then, for some reason, we went to go hold the baby, and there was an Elvis impersonator there. And then we had to stand there as this Elvis poorly sings happy birthday to this Cabbage Patch Kid. And it was a nightmare, and that is my fandom plug. I am a big fan of the lovely little girl we adopted named Froggy. She's terrifying. What? Holy shit. Follow her on Instagram, at Cabbage Froggy. She is perfect and beautiful, and I am a fan of her. That's all I wanted to say. I needed to alert the public about Babyland General Hospital. So if you're ever in, I think, Cleveland, Georgia, because that's a name, go on and visit. Thank you. I like a TV show, Jamie likes a game, and Luke is a weeb, so he likes an anime, just so let's, you know, we'll move along. All right. I'm not Beth May, and she's not here to send us out. More theme music goes here. Ba-dang, 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 ba-dang. Every time. Every time. This podcast was created and produced by a serene group of volunteers. Talking Sons was mastered and edited by Ignity. Consulting producer is Veet Fujigig. Our theme music is Madness is Everywhere by Lobo Loco. Grab the next podcast in your app of choice or from Nikki.horse. Next episode should drop on March 23rd. If you would like to not listen to us, follow Nikki's Twitter. I'm not going to give you the Twitter handle because she got our drone stuck in a tree. Did Henry and Daryl kiss in episode 28? Nope.